have a manager because you cannot do everything as an artist. You need someone that 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 is that's got a, a clear mind, a fresh mind that's not thinking songs. Season 2, Episode 7 of the We Move Experience Podcast and I'm your host, Tumelo Beani. My guest on this episode is Msama Shango. Msa is a recording artist and event organizer from Matatiele. He spoke to us about the ups and downs of organizing shows during the pandemic, his musical influences and his experience during his idols auditions. Do enjoy. Welcome to the show, my brother. Sir, thank you so very much for having uh, me on this amazing podcast. It's a, it's a, it's a huge honor for me to be here. Thank you. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm very happy to have you. And the listeners might not know, but this is one of our many attempts at recording this show because of unforeseen uh, factors that had that affected the previous recordings. So yeah, uh, the fact that we didn't give up and I don't know, it's the third or the fourth attempt, but previously we've had load shedding, internet problems, but we are here again and doing this. And I'm very glad that you still have the same energy to keep this interview, uh, to make this interview happen. Sure, 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 sure. I know uh, if, it, it, if it was for, for other things, I'm sure we would have given up because yeah, it took us a lot. <laughs> To get to this moment I'm, I'm truly also excited that we're finally doing it and it's finally happening <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah and a lot has happened since our very first attempt a few weeks ago so i'd like to ask how are you doing and um what has uh what has taken place since uh the matat uh praise fest which i i reckon was a success Sure, sure. No, firstly, in James, I, I, I could uh, start there with Matatel Praise First, which mm. honestly was, I've, I've always been into events. Um, it's just that I took, I took a break for, I took, took like a three-year, three to four years break on events. But I felt again, um, beginning of this year, that no, I think it's time to go back. Um, and do what I love to do. And so we did Matatiel Praise Fest, which was a huge success. Mm. And um, again, we're going back next year. And from next year, in fact, um, the municipality um, um, funded us, uh, gave us sponsorship for uh, Matat Praise Fest. And after the show, mm. they called us back and said, you know what, we love the concept, we love the show. And so we want to fund it going forward. So it's going to be funded um, annually going forward. And I'm excited about that. Um, yeah, yeah. And so going forward now, we, we, we wanted to do it Durban Praise first. Mm. But honestly, um, um, and, 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 and I, I love being honest. I think I'm getting older. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm getting older. 
Um, I don't like unnecessary things and I don't like keeping, I, I believe in an open relationship with people, transparency is everything. And so even with the people that follow us and, and really are fans of our work and love what we do and support us, I love telling the truth. And so I had to um, cancel um, Durban Praise Fest because the way the ticket sales were going were not, you know, um, too exciting. Durban Praise Fest is different to Matad Praise Fest. Yeah. It's not fun that it comes from my pocket. Everything comes from my pocket. And I had a, a huge lineup um, of artists and I did not want to get into a show. And then after that, um, you know, I'm fighting with people who cannot pay this one, cannot pay my service provider as mm. well as how I want to. I, I, I love clean stuff. I want to show that I do a show and I'm able to cover whatever it is that I want to cover. So I had then to postpone um, for next year, which is Durban Praise Fest. But it's been exciting. It's, been a, it's always a good journey. It's always a good experience, um, you know, to to have to have um, to put up an event. Um, and I, I really love what it takes um, to put up an event. I love the streets. I love going out to the streets, handing out flyers, yes. putting up posters, um, radio interviews. That's me. That's 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 my whole vibe. I, I love that to bits. And, and so I'm looking forward to doing more um, um, events next year um, going forward. Yeah, yeah. I, I really commend the fact that you were able to, to, to do the calculations and consider, is this worth doing? Will this, because sometimes we go about trying to do, to impress people with our reputation on social media, on the internet, but at the back end of things where the finances go on, where the ticket sales, you can view and see everything. When things are not going on there, you're like, I'm still going to force it so that people think I, I had an event, but the fact that you were able to pull out, to pull the plug out in time and let people know that um, there wasn't that much interest being generated in time and therefore this was going to leave me in a bad space, that, that is something some uh, promoters or event organizers don't really do and or rather let the thing happen and then you have artists coming in to do a show for like people who are like a handful and financially it's not worth it. So that's something that... Um, uh, that most uh, event organizers can learn from. And I, I admire the fact that after that, you're really looking forward to the next events. It's not like it lets you down that you're like, sure. okay, maybe this sure. is not for me or anything. And that's the whole essence of why I wanted to interview someone like you, someone who's able to, sure. to make the, the right calls at the right time. And I mean, um, there is like um, this feeling right now of uncertainty, whether things are going to be closed, whether um, sure. events and stuff are still going to happen. And I hope that that doesn't affect you in the, in the following year and that you can really still uh, push out the, the, the mission that you are on. Sure, sure, sure. No, look, look, I think, um, thank you so much for, for what you just said. And, 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 and you know, I, I keep saying it over and over. It is never a problem. It is never an issue in life to have something that has failed. You know, um, it is never an issue to fail to do something. If if it's, and and again, we should understand that everything happens in good time. You know that uh, 
Um, yeah, yeah, everything happens in good time. It might just be that it was not just good time, you know, mm. for Durban Praise Fest or for, for any other person out there who's thinking I'm a failure, I can't even do one thing. Everything happens in good time. But here's the thing. Your mind needs to be at the right place to know and to be certain Nuguti, what I'm doing is, is, is me. This is me, what I'm called for, purposed for, and no one does it better than I do. And I'm still going to try again. Look, man, if we have the old man who put up KFC um, with that one simple recipe, which took him years to master or time mm. to master, if we have a globe today, you know, which, you know, we are told that um, this great gentleman or this great legend um, um, attempted it for about 100 times before that globe was actually the globe we have that today. We have now. Look, 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 look. Failing is never an issue. Failing is never an issue. We must just have the, the right mindset, Uguti. We must, must know that things will happen and they will happen in good time. And again, I love this quote that I, I just saw, um, I think days ago. It says, if you, if you win, you, you, you lead. Um, if you lose, you can advise. So it's still, it's still a win. Mm. Still a win either way. So if you win, uh, if you win, you lead. If you lose, you guide, you can guide, you can guide. And I love that. And I love that, you know, and from where, from where I am standing right now, counting the Durban Trace Fest and, and many other things I couldn't do. Yeah. I can guide, man. I can mm. guide because experience is the best teacher, you know, and, and it, it's something I, I didn't even buy, you know, I got it for free, you know, mm. and, and that's it for, for me. This is, this is, this is the thing, Guti. It's a win. It's always a win. It's always a win. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. Real. Because, because there's the whole thing of, um, like, you know, there's a saying that learn from your mistakes. How I practice it in real life is learn from mistakes. They don't have to be yours. Yeah. Like, it doesn't yeah. even have to be serious mistakes, but the next person who's organizing something, even if it's not an event, could see from you or learn from how you did it and how you were Definitely. able to say, okay, this can't happen now, but maybe later where it's like, you don't have to experience everything yourself for you to sure. learn from it. So when you said sure. you can guide, it clicked is like, yes, you can definitely use the experience of Umsa to sure. better yourself in what you're doing as well. So you are an example and for yourself, you've been through it. it it's easier to say, okay, I know how it happened last time. I can adjust here. I can adjust there. But one sure. thing now that now I think uh, the listeners tuned in is like, who's this person who's very positive minded and throughout all these things that sound like failure to one is always sure. like still saying, I'm going to push on. Um, I like to bring it a step back and say, if someone is like hearing the name Um Samashlangu for the first time, who would you say Umsa is? Uh, Umsa is a, uh... Is a, is a young gentleman from Matetiele, uh, Jablani, um, Jablan number one. Um, that's where I come from. That's where I was born. 
born and raised, grew up there as a young man. Um, uh, I started independence at the age of 13 um, because of extreme levels of poverty that we grew up under. And when I was 13 years, I felt I was old enough to go out and be able to help my mother. Um, I'm the eldest of five. Um, it's four boys and one girl. Her name is Uzinte. Uh, she's worth uh, the mention because she's just she's just the only girl. Mm. Um, I'm a husband to Portia Mashangu. Um, I'm a father to one beautiful princess, uh, Yolanda Mashangu. Um, and now we reside in Durban. Um, been here for now a lot of years i think it's about 13 years or so 13 years 14 years in durban i came alone to study later on got married and as a family now we are here i think for like six years now together mm. and yeah so much language that um i i'm just a simple person i love people i love you know i love i love i love god i love i love church um, I love music. Um, I studied, well, I have a music qualification. I studied music. I'm a musician, recording artist, um, artist of the year, nomination. Uh, um, what do you call it? Being, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nominee. Um, yeah. Um, my latest single, Onjengawe, um, hit top six on iTunes charts. Um, at in like six hours of its release i'm not saying anything i'm just saying <laughs> i like a humble brag because it wasn't the first thing you brought up and who you are you just said like because i i know how, how 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 much of a family guy you are you sometimes put all your your accolades behind you to be the great dad and a great husband and that's so exemplary like when i see that i'm like yeah, everything everything matters. Everything builds up to the bigger picture. But are you a good yeah. father? Are you a good husband? Who are you at sure. home when the cameras are off? You know that. Sure, kind of, sure. Because uh, all these things are things you achieved and worked for. They didn't just appear out of nowhere. They're worth sure. mentioning. But sure. they don't overshadow who you are when you are the people who don't see you for for those accolades. For people who are like. Hey, did you take out the trash today? You know, those type of <laughs> moments where you are just you just have to be yourself. And one thing yeah, that yeah. that I think has influenced the 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 way you work and and the way you, you do your music and everything is the fact that it's it's based on being a, a person who's grounded, I think. It's it's sure, it's not sure. about you trying to take over everything. You really like, I am good at this and I want to to make sure that this gets a recognition for what it is. I'm not trying to be someone else because sure, I know sure. you for, for music directing, performing and recording. And one sure. of your skills that always gets forgotten is your emceeing at events. <laughs> tell me how did you get into that and how different it is from, from the music side of things? Cause sure. Sure. Ah, man, I'm glad you brought that one up. I, I even forget that myself sometimes at Abel, I 
Konja, I should add that because mm. it sort of feels like part of 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 me, part of everything I do. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm an I'm 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 an events host, um, master of ceremonies, MC if if you would. Um, and I got into, well, I I I've, I've always been in front of people, you know, mm. um, either when singing or maybe. You know, but I've always been in front of people all my life. Um, and so I think it was around 2018, 19, I met this awesome gentleman um, that I, I love dearly. Um, incredible person, honestly, beautiful heart. Um, um, he His name is Abraham Masinga. And well, Pastor Abraham Masinga, which I love dearly. And um, around those times, he was youth leader at one of these uh, one of uh, these churches, huge church in town, mm. Durban. And he loved my singing because I I used to play around with with um um you know Ringo songs, you know um Ondia Kotola, um you know Chazil Brothers stuff and all of that. So, and he said to me, man, you know what? I, I would love traveling with you. Um, when I'm doing gigs, because he was an MC, so he wanted me to bring me along wow. to do entertainment. Mm -hmm. And so I remember the first time I went out, um, and he was MCing a, a, a gig, a, a wedding, and then I was doing music, and he he was just mesmerizing me, man. In terms of MCing, was just killing it, and I'd come in and sing and kill it, and we're a great team, and. He gave me my first love of emceeing that, you know, um, I'm telling you, Pastor Abraham Masinga kills it, you know. It's unfortunate that he doesn't want to do it anymore now, but he kills it. And so I, I then, you know, because already I was into public speaking already, and so I loved it. And then fast forward to 20, 2012. I got my first emceeing gig. Um, so a, a, a church fellow was getting married. And so he sort of asked me um, if I would um, do him the honor of being his master of ceremonies. And I was like, mm. bring it on. I'm ready for it. And, and so I, you know, um, you know, I remembered my days with Abraham, a singer, and, you know, took some stuff from him and fused it with who I am. And I'm telling you that gig was in September, 2012, September. Killed that wedding gig. It was in Matatia. I killed it. And that, that wedding launched my emceeing career till today. Mm -hmm. I am, you, you know, am humbly so. I would never speak with pride, but I killed this emceeing thing. I I, I I rip it off. I rip it apart. Give me a give me the mic, and step aside. And, I mean, what what I like and, and what you say now is that you you understand um, events from so many different perspectives. You can host them. You can organize them. You can be the on the lineup to perform. You know, you to a point where I'm like. In the next couple of years or in the next events that you host, you know exactly how 
what the MC is expecting, sure. or what the musician is expecting in terms of sound quality. You know, you sure. know the whole sure. experience from every single uh every single aspect that you 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 will not just uh expect the people to deliver. No, you know what is right, and also you can also judge. Okay, did they half half give, sure. like did they give half effort or did they do everything? And right now you just mentioned if. Uh, Giselle brothers and I wanted to ask you uh, a question about them like they had have been visiting our hometown Matadila for a lot of times in the years uh, gone past when we had our, sure. our music festival and everything and one sure. thing that they did is they never really just came and left as artists and like we got our bag let's leave they always wanted to plant a seed and at sure. the point that um, you've worked with them on the album they did with the local artist of the town and you've you've gotten a feature on their own um, project as well. And how sure. was it working with them? And um, how, like what I'm trying to get to is what, what did you learn from them? What did you take from them? Hey, look, um, I think I took a lot from Chisil Brothers. Um, I remember, you, um, as I mentioned earlier, um, um, I've got a music qualification. So, um, so some of the things I knew, some of the things I did not know, but one of the things that stood out for me work with, working with them is how professional they are. Jazeel brothers are on another level in terms of professionalism, um, in terms of their craft and how they put together a song, how they structure a song. And every little detail that goes into a song is amazing because we did the Matatiel Talent Search um, album, mm. um, which was amazing to work with them. And then after that, then they they actually invited me up to Johannesburg to perform um, at their show. Um, mm. So they had a show. Then they just invited, I think it was myself and Opal Kid, who's a who, and a she's a poet. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, and we performed that show. Listen, every detail of the show and how they put it together, how everything is well thought out, every, every detail of the song, the performance, and how everything is thought out and put together is amazing. And even, even the professional side as well in terms of um, the business, you know, um, they don't just handle music as, I don't know, a hobby or something that they do side. It's a business. They have lawyers. Um, it was amazing um, to get on set and I have to sign papers, you know. Yeah. Um, and they would make you understand what you are signing, you know, why should you sign. To me, that was amazing. And it really put what I do on another level as well because um, it added that professional element into what I do and, 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 and so forth. So I think that's, that, that, that's what stands out for me for, from my journey with, with the Jazeel brothers, how professional they are at what they do. And again, I've really been enjoying for the last couple of years, mentorship from them. Um, they like my big brothers. I would call them bounce off ideas. What you guys mm -hmm. think? I'll pick their mind on this. And again, they have a manager. It's have a manager. It's amazing, man. It, 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 it for me have a manager because you cannot do everything as an artist. You need someone that 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 is that's got a, a clear mind, a fresh mind. That's not thinking songs. Yes. That's thinking um, admin. 
what needs to be done, who needs to be picked up, what time is rehearsal, what time is lunch, what time is our, is our lawyer's appointment, every little detail. And that, that sort of completes you. That's why you'll see duos like, um, like that or artists like Jazeel Brothers not failing because they've got everything um, um, intact, you know what I'm saying? So I think I've learned a great deal from them and it has actually made me become better at what I do. And, and, and that's a nice thing, again, um, about uh, having a mentor or, having men or receiving mentorship is because even though you're young, but it gives you speed so you are ahead of your peers mm. and everyone wonders why you do what you do. It's because you're receiving wisdom on another level. You, your mind is, is 10 years ahead of your peers. So mm. no one, you can't, you can't, no one can compete with you because yeah, you're ahead. Cause I, I was going to ask that as, as an independent artist who's also in the genre of uh, praise gospel music, um, the the industry is very, I would say, saturated. But it's hard to maneuver when you do not have a team or don't have mentors. Where you kind of know the insights before going in, because talent alone is unfortunately not enough in in how things yeah. are done right now. And to sure. see you going through and mentioning, like I knew you've worked with them, but I hadn't known that there are also mentors and people who you have at your contact that you can sure. always. Uh, ask and bounce ideas on and they themselves are also um they they into events and like uh, organizing where they perform and everything and it now mm. it now makes sense it clicks a little bit as to okay these are the traits that i can see okay i've seen this from them i see how you do it your way and it's, mm. it's always a good thing to have a mentor and it, it made me think a lot and um sure yeah. sure sure what i also wanted to to, to ask you is um you are someone who now I've having mentioned mentors. You're someone who who doesn't really who who gives back. You share. You're very transparent with your things. And um, previously, you were you were a music teacher. And how was it for you to to kind of like bring what you're good at and what you do for a living and loving to the next generation and teaching music? Because it's one thing to perform and be a good musician, but to mm -hmm. let to, to, to teach it to the next person. I know you have a qualification, but at times once you've crossed over and became a recording artist, it's like, the skill is for sure. me. I harness it. I, it's hard for me to give it back. And like, how, how was the experience of teaching music as well? It's been amazing, man. I, 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 I taught for 10 years um, and, and it, it was an amazing experience. Um, so I was... So I was teaching music. So uh, let me put it like this. I was an arts and culture slash music specialist teacher. Mm -hmm. So I used to run um, to teach the syllabus of the year, yeah, arts and culture. Mm -hmm. And then I used to then do music, also teach music. And then within that, I have a school choir um that i teach uh, and conduct direct um and 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 this is where it was amazing it's that for each grade so i taught um grade one to grade seven so for each grade each child for me that was life-changing when you get a child come into your lesson or into your classroom and 
knows absolutely nothing. But when you get to December, that child knows everything in that grade and can tell you stuff or even challenge some of the things that you thought that you mm. taught. To me, that's amazing. It's life changing. I've done. I've, I've, to me, I'm done, man. I'm done. I, you can. I'm. I'm drop the mic, and it's I'm done. What? What else? What else? I'm fulfilled. You know, and it's amazing also for me that even in the space of the school choir itself, every year I run auditions and get new voices, new kids joining the choir. My choirs were always big always because some other school really loved um, music mm. and so um, you know I'd have like 50 60 uh, voices and so to me again take it back to, to what I just said these 60 voices are here in front of me in January they cannot sing they have no understanding at all of music I have yeah. to train their ears. I have to train their singing, their vocal abilities, push them to be, uh, to be what I want them to be, to be themselves. The bet, the, remember, remember I'm running auditions, so I'm, find, I'm just trying to find potential. And if there is potential, then I work with that so that I take out, uh, that I go inside each, each of the child's life. And I, 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 I I take it out of them. And when you get to December, these kids are the best choir in Pinta. Uh, the best choir in the, in the uh, what is it, in our region, you mm. know. And to me, that was amazing. And uh, we used to um, go do competitions or do choir evenings. My choirs, without fail, for 10 years, without fail, would, they would get standing. They would get standing ovations like five minutes standing of fish every time without faith, you know. Okay. And to me, that was life-changing, man, to be able to, to, sh um, to, to share the gift and pass it on to the next generation. I mean, I still get DMs from uh, my students even now, and some of them are studying music now because of me mm. um, and because of what we deposited in them at, uh, at the, uh, back in those days. And they would ask for advice, sir, I want to do music. Um, yeah, I'm done with my metric. What should I do? You know, which university would you um, recommend? You know, all of that. To me, it's life-changing, man, to think, Guti, this child came in and never knew what they wanted to do, but came across me and so they want to do music. Somehow, I ignited something within their spirits, within their hearts, and they found themselves, even when I was not there, when they went to high school. So for the next six years of their lives, spending without me, or four or five years, they still want to do music. I mean, it's amazing, man. And again, I am for everything that um, we, we should be able, I think we have failed the assignment in every um, a, 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 a faculty of life that we, and I think we've failed the assignment if we cannot pass um, the skill, we're gonna pass the skill to the next generation. I think we, we've failed it. But mm. it's, it's everything great if we are able to pass what we have 
to the next generation. I will never forget a quote. Uh, in fact, I quote um, the legendary Pellanim Nomia, which I, I, I happened to spend a lot of time with him before he, he left us to, 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 to be in heaven. And may his soul rest in peace. But he said to me, um, you know, Masangu, and I, I quote him in Zulu, he said, Masangu, mina ang nankinga, no kambim sabin. Ngoba, ngichabulelin tosuzo ishia, ngemuzi. And, 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 you know, Bob Pelanim Nomiya lived out his life, man. Mm. I'm everything I am also because of people like him. And I know a lot of guys which, which have benefited a lot from his skill and, 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 and talent. So that's what I'm saying, Guti. If we fail that, we fail the assignment. And to me, the, 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 my number one priority is how am I affecting people and what am I leaving behind? I'm done. Legacy. Legacy is everything. And I mean, with, with uh, working with kids or young people, there's always the factor of I have to show that this is worth it for them to believe and buy into it. Because if you yourself feel like, ah, this is just my job, I just have to show up and get paid. It doesn't really matter whether I give you 100% or not. It leaves them in a space where they doubt themselves and and because you spoke about things like they had to go to auditions where they have to trust and believe in themselves, it's something sure. that you really had to convince that they're good for them to know that I can stand in front of strangers and still do this because my teacher said they were good. But that sure. brings me to one point where tables changed and you were auditioning for a certain uh, competition. You you were <laughs> you were auditioning for um, idols, and and my question here was like. Did you speak about it with um, with relatives, friends, close people as to is it the right move? Because you, it is um, a music to find new pop stars. Um, and you are a, a, well, to categorize you, which is wrong, I'd say you know best for your work in praise music, so to say. And then sure. you decided, I'm going to go for idols and go audition. Like, did you speak about it with people before you just like, I'm going for it and I'll see what happens next. Um, I think idols for me in that sense was easy because I had already started emceeing. So when I emcee, I'm more into the pop side than gospel. Uh -huh. um, and, and as I mentioned earlier, a lot of, I've got a lot of um, people or a lot of followers um, in uh, on the pop side as well, you know, mm -hmm. um, which are, um, people that that pushed me into doing idols. Um, well, well, again, which was the first category of people that pushed me into idols. My second and last one is my church people everywhere I went, and you know, gospel people, gospel fans, um, people that really love what I do. They are the, the same people that pushed me into going for idols. Family and close people, they pushed me to go. But I did not want to go. I, that one, I, 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 I'll put it out there. I really did not want to go to idols because I don't like competitions. I don't like competing. I, um, maybe it's a mixture of many things, um, but there's a whole lot of fear as well within that because I don't like losing. <laughs> 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 My wife and I always fight when we play games because 
um, if I don't win clean, then I have to win the other way. Yeah. <laughs> it's a problem. And somehow, and somehow she's like me too. She's like that. So idols for me, ah, was a big no. Um, but it became a big yes um, when when everyone was was encouraging that I I, I go through. So I went then, um, yeah, and it, it it became a breeze. So people actually made it easy for me to go on idols. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I mean it is terrifying. I mean I think most of us have have watched um, idols, and everyone has their fear of like, what if I were to stand there and have to face a certain judge or have to face <laughs> all of them not being impressed at the same time because it is terrifying. But you already had the skills and I I feel like you were like, if I don't get through, it's a matter of there are other artists who are more de- uh, deserving at that time. It's not because I'm bad because you had already been encouraged by people and you know that there is a certain approval rate of I can sing. But yeah. whether that I'm what they're looking for in that season or in that year at in the competition, that's a different yeah. um that's a different um so to say, um that's a different view altogether. And what last Look. I wanted to ask, oh sorry to sure. what I wanted to ask about this experience is like having like made it as far as like top twenty-eight, did it create some type of um a springboard or a um create a certain uh, platform where people now recognize your music or recognize who you are from there as well or was it an experience where it was only personal growth and didn't really translate into anything else because i always ask myself as like who exactly gets to use the platform to their uh, um, to their benefit so to say sure no thank you for that question it's a, it's, it's a great one um i just before I dive into that, I wanted to speak into what you were saying just previously that, you know, idols come uh, come come with a lot. Um, in Durban alone, where I auditioned, we had plus minus 13,000 um, contestants only in Durban. Um, and now think think about it now it was durban johannesburg pretoria cape town i think bloemfontein as well you know six stations um of auditions and try and do the math and roughly our idols is around averagely averagely around twelve thousand contestants in each station excuse me and out of those twelve thousand contestants we went to the second round, which was, oh, we went to the TV judges. And then after the, yeah? yes, we went to the TV judges. But before we get to the TV judges, they've already cut down. Massive. They've already cut down all those numbers down to, it was 75 of us when we went to the TV judges in Durban. This is now before you get the golden ticket. Mm. And then after after the golden ticket, which I got four yeses, but I'm I'm not gonna talk about it now. It's less. It, it sounds like ganjan, um, yeah, but it, it, it was four yeses. I'm I'm just putting it, it is out what there. It is. It, <laughs> some people saw it. They saw it. If they didn't, they can revisit the internet. Probably has the moment. But still, <laughs> so I got four yeses, and then it was Sun City. 
when we got to Joburg and had now it is all of us now around the country, all these other provinces, mm. it was 85 of us. So it, it really tells you, Buti, um, and then and then the the director of, of idols addressed us, you know, when we got they said, you know, whatever happens here, you must just know, Buti, you've got it. Because there is no way that you can make it um amongst all these thousands and thousands of voices that we heard across the country. And you are here, down to 85 people, you know. And like I said, out of 14,000 contestants in Durban, and you make it through to Johannesburg, you know, and join a group of 85 other contestants. Um, yeah. But um, um, coming to your question now is, um, you know, after Idols, man, it was, it was, it was really... Yo, it really took it really took me from from nowhere to to where I am now. It was really a spring in your words. It really elevated, put my career on a new um level altogether. Um yo, it started getting busy, started getting busy gigs left and right, whether emceeing or performing. It was just amazing. It was just amazing. Came with a lot of a lot of gigs, and elevation. It elevated me, man, from from who I was back then to who I am now. I I am still, even today, enjoying the fruits of being on idols. Mm. But again, I think you know many people will say, but this, it's it's all it's it's all in how you play the game. You know, it's all in how you play, and this is across the spectrum um if you get an advantage if you get if you get to get something and you are put ahead it's all how you, it's it's all in how you play it and how you work it um and put it at your advantage to be ahead yeah true cuz yeah. cuz we all know that some of our favorite musicians who are on idols are not actually the actual winners so to say it's that so, top 10 top you know it's what they did after the opportunity that, that was presented to them. And, and it's, it depends on the person. You can also win idols and sit at home and do nothing. It, yep. it can still yep. be, you know, it's not about who won. It's about who used the momentum they got from, from, um, from the platform and made the most of it. And like you said, life, uh, be, like it became a thing that you also made, made the most out of when you, when you were done with that. And yeah, I, we're slowly yeah. uh, heading towards the, the end of the show. There's one, two questions that I still wanted to ask, but I'm going to skip straight into uh, our round of rapid fire questions where I have 10 questions and I'd like okay. you to give me a number, five numbers from one till 10. And I ask you the corresponding questions to, to those numbers. Okay. Uh, <laughs> number seven. Okay. Seven. Okay, so I'd like all the five numbers, and then I'll ask you just after I have all of them. Oh, you need five numbers from me. It's all together, yeah. Okay. Seven, uh -huh. two, two, eight, eight, seven, two, eight, four. One more. And ten. And ten. 
cool. So these these questions are very uh like simple or maybe they will be thought provoking, but you can answer them as quick as you can. You don't have to thoroughly explain your answer if you don't want to, just give us an answer to it. And I'll start with number two. Number two is what do you tell yourself on your least motivated days to get yourself going? Anything can still happen. I could still be a millionaire before the end of the day. Nice. So moving right along. Um, number four. Number four. Oh, this question is coming out very frequently this season. If, you, if we could switch roles and you get to interview me, what is one question you could ask me? How's, how's your wife and how's family going? I, I like uh, where you're asking. We are coming uh, from uh, two weeks of um, where all of us were not well. First, it was uh, uh, my daughter who got sick from going to, to the daycare. And then we caught oh, also the, the bag from there. And then we were all down, not going to work, not going to daycare. So it's our first week back. Uh, and we all like, I know that we judge ourselves these days with uh, productivity, but we're all productive back again. And, and that feels sure. good again, because, you know, just being at home doing nothing and, and just being sick is not the best thing. So we, we back, we back on our feet. We happy stages again. And yeah, I mm. hope that for the rest of the year, this is how we keep going. Cause I wouldn't want to get sick again, especially sure. now when you're not sure, is it just the flu? Is it COVID? And sure, you know, sure, don't trust sure. yourself with things. And yeah, so we're in a very good space. Sure, sure, sure. Okay, so Exciting. Turning the tables back to you again. Uh, question number seven is, um, what is something you are good at that others might not know about? I'm good at branding. Um, uh, yeah, I'm good at branding. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, let yeah. me just put it there. Let's, sure. let's give it like that. And um, question number eight is, um, okay, if you had a group of mentees, which you've probably had in your life, and you were seeing them for the last time, what would, what would be your last advice to them? Now the ball is in your court. Um, it's up to you whether you take what you have learned and go and apply it or you go home and do nothing and become nothing. And my best advice is take everything here that you, that you've learned here and go and put action. Now go and attach action and become the world's greatest. Nicely done. And our very last question is question number 10, which says, um, okay, this, I, it says, um, you have to pick one. Become very successful at your uh, in your career, but you only get to get out of your house once a week, which I don't know how it would work in your field, or develop something or an, a, te a technology that's life-changing, but no one gets to know about it. Hmm. Hard one, because I love, I love sitting at home. <laughs> so, <laughs> and with these virtual um technology thing now going on 
I could perform at home and go out once. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and people would still get to listen to your music. And yeah, yeah. Consume if it, I'm needed for a live performance, I could shoot it at time. home. Or maybe yeah. that one time you go out. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I need to work on that question. I feel like I need to, to present a, a more challenging uh, uh, second option because option one seems to be the favorite. But yeah, that leads <laughs> us to to the end of this episode and i mean i i know exactly that i must have skipped a few things here and there but i'm sure. thankful that this episode happened uh, on the fourth attempt people won't believe this it's an actual fourth attempt <laughs> at this episode Definitely. and it happened yeah. and it was fun recording it so thank you very much for for joining me today and before we leave where can the people find you online and what do you have going on currently uh, thank you so much, firstly, just for having me. I'm I'm truly excited, and and this is amazing, man, amazing. Uh, been enjoying uh, a few episodes um, that you've put out out there, and I love it so much. And I wish you all the best going forward. And thank you once again for having me. It's a huge honor. Um, I'm I'm available on all social media platforms, mostly on Instagram and um, Facebook. Um, my music is out on iTunes um, for <laughs> iPhone users and uh, Google Play, I think, for Android, but I'm not sure. Android, I think, Google, on Google Play. You can <laughs> also joking. find him on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> As, um, I am on, on, on both uh, Google Play. Um, no, it's Spotify. Spotify, iTunes, yes. all digital platforms, you will get my music. It's all under Msa Masangu. And just see what you get there and enjoy. Um, yeah, other than that, I'm available on socials. You can follow. I follow back. DM if you have anything that's going on. Need an MC? Just DM. I'm there. Need someone to perform for you, whether it's a colored dinner, social event, wedding, whatever it is. Bring it on. I'm sure we can do it and we can make your event stand out. Yeah. Otherwise, that's that. Thank you so much, Dumelo. Thank you uh, so much. Really appreciate uh, you, bro. Pleasure having you here and take care and greetings to the family again. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, please do the same regards to the family and the little one. Hope you guys are enjoying it. <laughs> we are. Take care, bro. All right, bro. Thanks a lot. Sure. Bye. Thank you for tuning in and as usual, please follow and subscribe to the podcast on the platform you're streaming it on. Your reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts help stress the reach of the show, so I'd appreciate it if you help us grow. Don't forget to share this episode with a friend or family and to keep up to date with what's coming next, follow us on Instagram at WeMoveXP or use the hashtag WeMoveXP. Till next time.